standings for 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 LSU Um, guys LSU probably has the easiest route in terms of the SEC title the teams you have to worry about is Vanderbilt and Arkansas and they play at Florida Arkansas hosts South Carolina and then next weekend they play each other so (laughs) it kind of bodes well for LSU Uh, what's up Tyler appreciate you joining in as well Uh, it's a good show uh, uh, here tonight Things to discuss, things to talk about. Yes, indeed. Happy Paul Skeens Day. Happy Shove Day. I like to call it Shove Day. That's I, I that's agree. What I, happy yeah, Shove I agree. Day. Uh, it's always fun when you get to you know Friday night get to watch the best pitcher in all of college baseball. Pretty pretty great. So um, <laughs> I, I love I, I I think I said this last time. But I absolutely love the Happy Paul Skeens Day stuff because it like. It, 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 it recognizes the fact, as LSU fans, we understand, like, how great this is. That yeah, we're getting I mean, to enjoy this, right? I don't know about that, you, Reagan. A little bit. I mean, I don't know about you, but, I mean, he is – there's been a lot of really good pitchers in LSU's time uh, since me and you have been watching <laughs> LSU baseball. Yeah. And I have to say he's the best. I mean, you had Aaron Nola, and you had guys like Alex Lang, and, I mean, of course – yeah, but we didn't watch Big McDonald, you know. But you know, <coughs> they obviously they had Luis Coleman in in two thousand nine. We watched him. Like, there's been Kevin a Gosman. lot of really. What'd you say? Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman. Yes, Kevin Gosman. Like, there's been a lot of really good pitchers in LSU's uh, last, you know, few last couple of decades. And you know, me and you have been privileged to be able to get to watch, you know, those guys pitch. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, Reagan, I think I think Paul Skeens is the best that I've watched in my time of watching LSU baseball. Uh, from a from a draft prospect per, like view, he definitely I, I think is. Um, guys, I seriously would not be surprised if Paul Skeens was pitching in the fall for a major league team. Like I, I really would not be surprised by that, like at all. Which would be phenomenal, and is something that that Paul is very capable, I think, of doing. South Carolina top two pitchers out for the weekend against Arkansas. That's a bummer, man. Robert, don't hit us with the bad news like that. 
<laughs> might go down as one of the best period. I've watched a lot of LSU baseball in the last 30 plus years. No, for real. So I appreciate the fact that every Friday we, we take a second and say happy Paul Skeens day because it, it's something special. Like yeah. we, we can't be disgruntled about some of the things that this team has been doing without first recognizing or, or, or be disgruntled about some of the struggles and whatnot uh, without first recognizing some of the incredible things that this team has done yeah. um, and is doing. Like you very well have the potential to have the first and second pick in the, in the MLB draft from this team, and that's never happened before. Like this team is is making history, um, and, and you have a guy in, in Dylan Cruz who very well could break Ray Frimes' record. Um, so – I mean, incredible stuff all, all around from this team. And, yes, it is happy Paul Skeens Day, and I can't wait to watch him pitch. It's always fun to watch him pitch. Um, enough of that. We'll, we'll get to that uh, here in a little bit. Um, Zach, we're going to have a special guest on today. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, Dr. Ryan Putman is going to be joining us. Um, a good old Mississippi boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's, just like he's us. one of us. He's one of us, but he – He's been a little bit more true to Mississippi than we have been. Uh, <laughs> he's a state fan. So um, unlike us who are, are traders and who have backstabbed the state of Mississippi and being LSU fans, Dr. <laughs> Putman is not. Uh, he is uh, a state fan. Um, and he's also the academic dean uh, or however you want to say it, like vice president of academic affairs or something at the, the college I've been attending, uh, really has become somewhat of a, a mentor of mine uh, uh, as much as a friend. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to getting to introduce him, uh, Zach. Uh, so we'll have him on to preview uh, the LSU and, and baseball and, and state series with us here in just a short bit. Looking forward for that, and then we'll wrap things up uh, tonight with a little LSU laying yap. Which, by the way, Doc Putman knows about some laying yap. He spent time in New Orleans, down in New okay. Orleans, back seminary. A little, little uh, something extra, uh, huh? So, so he knows he knows what's up down in Louisiana. He he knows what's up. Um, so Zach, to start things off, uh, though for tonight's show, little transfer portal update, yeah. Zach. Trey Amos or Amos, however you want to pronounce it. I think I've uh, heard mostly Amos. Yeah. Announces his commitment to the University of Alabama. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Zach. I was kind of surprised. I felt like it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. I, I really wasn't expecting it and a commitment the day that it happened. And I definitely wasn't expecting it to be. Alabama, I was kind of caught off guard by that. Maybe you weren't, Zach. Maybe you had a little bit more intel on that than I did. But, I mean, Zach, can you speak to that a little bit? I mean, did you know something? Trey is going to Alabama. What happened there? So, I mean, I definitely thought he was leaning LSU, um, obviously with the Louisiana ties, obviously with uh, his close relationship with uh, Kyron Lacey as well. So, you know, I, I really felt like, it, there was going to be uh, a heavy lean towards LSU, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. He cut off, uh, he cut things off early, uh, and ultimately, I think didn't even 
I think he was supposed to come to LSU on either an official or unofficial. I can't remember exactly. He was out um, of but I think he was – wasn't he supposed to visit again or something like that, and then he I, cut I, it off? I don't I remember exactly. I know he wasn't one time because it, Kyron was posting it on his social media of him taking photos. Correct. So, either way, um, cuts things early and ultimately commits to Alabama. Um, you know, I don't think it's a major hit. I think LSU's fine in the DB room. Uh, I think you got guys – I think this is a guy – I mean, obviously this is a guy that you wanted. This is a guy that – a lot of teams were after. I mean, Georgia was after. Alabama was after him. I mean, big names were after him. So you know, you know, it sucks. But and it sucks that he's going to be playing a team that you're going to see this this year. Obviously, a team that you're going to see every year. But ultimately, it is what it is. I'm not super upset. Uh, we knew this transfer portal uh, window was going to be to try and strengthen some depth uh, and maybe potentially add some guys that would uh, contribute a lot of uh, playing time and. Mm-hmm. I still expect LSU to do that. So, as you know, they have now offered Antonio Carter, who is the defensive back out of Rhode Island. Now, this guy's yeah. no snuff. He's He's got a lot of offers. He's got a lot of good offers. He's originally from the state of Florida. Uh, Florida is also in on him. So, you know, maybe this, you know, this is their backup plan because Trey Amos didn't work out. And you saw that they offered him, I think it was the day before or the day of uh, Trey Amos announcing so LSU obviously knew that this was going to happen. So they get right on the ball with things and they offer uh, Antonio Carter. I still think LSU is a really, really good shot at Logan Diggs. I really like, um, you know, just the things that I'm hearing around Logan Diggs. So uh, we'll still see. Again, I'm not as confident on Keon Coleman. I really believe he's going to Ole Miss or Florida State. Um, either way, that sucks. But it is what it is. I, I mean, if you were going to, for me, you know, both of those rooms, all three of those rooms are kind of full. I mean, they're not full. You can always, you always want to add guys. You always want to get add depth piece. But like DB, we stacked up in the transfer portal earlier on in the offseason. Uh, obviously, at running back, we have tons of bodies there. And then also at wide receiver, we have tons of bodies there. So like you're really trying to add a couple, of, you know, you're trying to add in some areas where you're really in a pretty good shape. You're, you're, you're in a good shape. I would yeah. like for them to go out and probably offer another offensive lineman uh, or de- another defensive lineman because I feel like like that's where you really need somebody. But it doesn't seem like that's what they're doing. Seems like they're trying to add some more on the skill position players. Again, don't like their chances with Keon Coleman. We'll see what happens with Antonio Carter. Uh, but I do expect Logan Diggs to be a Tiger. So, Zach, I, yeah, I would have to agree with the last statement. Logan Diggs. And that's kind of what I wanted to go off of. I mean, is that – alluding to anything potentially and I I genuinely am asking like um the fact that we have so many guys in the I mean in in the running back room you know you talk about Noah Kane Josh Williams um Armani Goodwin you you bring in Trey Holly John Emery Jackson and of course John Emery definitely can return from his you know academic uh, um uh, sabbatical like we just listed like six guys so is there a potential that a, that a guy will exit uh, um, in the near future if that happens? I, I do expect an LSU, a current LSU running back to exit, or either there is a current running back uh, on the roster that will just not play football anymore. Um, we're going to oh. see what happens. Um, but, I mean, obviously it is a telltale sign if they are going after somebody 
of the likes of Logan Diggs. Logan Diggs is not a death peeps. Uh, Logan Diggs is going to be a guy that would get a lot of playing time. He's a guy that has a lot of experience at Notre Dame. At least a full player, at, at least. I mean, he, outside of Josh Williams, he would have the most experience, the most playing time. Uh, you know, John, him and John Emery are probably close, but like, He's a guy that is go would put in a lot of minutes. He would put in a lot of playing time. He'd be on the field, uh, getting a lot of snaps, and and at least that's my assumption. So we're gonna see how all of it eventually plays out. Um, I don't want to say anything for sure, like oh this person is leaving uh, or this person is leaving. Uh, you know, nothing is for sure. Uh, they still have to. Uh, do work to get Logan Diggs. So, I mean, we'll, we'll find out sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I always thought about, which you, you mentioned offensive line, defensive line. I definitely would like to see them add one depth piece, at least on the offensive line, if they could. Um, but tight end, I, I think is interesting, Zach. You have a lot, a, a ton of true freshmen. I mean, you literally have yeah. what? Three, four, freshmen. three or four true freshmen. You have Mac Markway. You have uh, Jackson McGowan. Jackson Mark McGowan. You have Pimbleton. Um, Pimpton. Sorry. Um, of course, you have Mason Taylor. I feel like we're yeah. missing one in there. Galloway is is is, but he's twenty twenty four. Correct. So, like, you have Mason Taylor, and I think he's your guy. Um, without question, like, do we need a a vet a guy with experience to come in every now and then when Mason Taylor goes out, or do they just want to give these freshmen the spot outside of Mason Taylor? Like, is that I mean, I mean, what'd you do last year? That's true. You know, true. You, last year you went to the freshman and he was the guy. You know, and you still got a couple uh guys that I think are still in the pro. I mean, is Nick Store still there or is he gone? I think I want to say he's gone. I have no clue. <laughs> if you're in the chat, if you're in the chat, let us know who are the or is any of the older guys still there? Because I honestly have no clue. Like Stores Mashburn, I want to say Mashburn transferred. Did Mashburn transfer? Mashburn, I think, graduated too. Mashburn okay. graduated. So I mean, I, I, I there's plenty, I think there's plenty of bodies there. And because you have Mason Taylor. You know, last year you had to go to a freshman, right? Because you didn't have – I mean, you had bodies, but you didn't have the talent, right? And so you went to a freshman. Now you have, you know, the experience and the freshman. So I think it's going to be Mason Taylor coupled by these three freshmen. Uh, You know, why not? Because you did it last year. It worked out phenomenally. So why not get some younger guys' experience like you did Mason Taylor last year? Yeah, yeah. I see our uh, Robert is saying that that stores graduated. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I figured they were both gone. I figured him and Mashburn were both gone from the program. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Nick Stores has been around for quite some time. You know, considering he started over at baseball. So, yeah. uh, well, I I find that it, like I'm not upset about that by any means because I think the freshmen that we're bringing in are very talented, especially Pimpton. Pimpton is a guy who you could. Dude, I, I, Pimpton's a guy you can like line up in the slot, and and, and use him. <laughs> got a little. Uh, so usually, little... usually, uh, it's the other way around. <laughs> Making so a little. Hey, say, 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 go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. 
Where are it. you, Daddy? Uh, I'm I'm in the next. <laughs> I'm in another room, buddy. I'm in another. He's room. In another room. What <laughs> room are you in? Uh, we're playing hide and seek on Tigers Avenue. That's what we're doing. Hide and seek right now with, with Zeke. Why don't you go? Uh, he's hiding. Why don't you go find him? Where are you at? You know, you, it's hide and seek. You gotta go find him. Oh. Find me. <laughs> well, I can find him very good. Okay, go find him. Go find me. Little show crasher right there, always. Yeah, the show crasher. Uh, That's okay. I the fact that they're. There was a time when when that Zeke was was FaceTiming some of our family and snuck up behind me in the middle of the show and showed them on the FaceTime my show, like me doing the show. And I had wow. no clue about it. Um, so, oh boy. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke has, has made his way in here. All right. Thank you for playing hide and seek with Tigers. I have close the door, buddy. Go play. All right. Well, there's your uh, uh oh, <laughs> your weekly interruption from Zeke here. That's not over. Oh, I did it. I did it. Good job. Good hey, job. All hey, right, now go downstairs. Play. Go downstairs. Go play with Luca. Go, go take care. Help take care of Luca. <laughs> All right. All right. Fun. As stuff. you can tell, we are in the same place. That's why Reagan is not in his normal setting. That's correct. That's correct. So, uh, uh, Zach, do we have – is Dr. Putman made it in? Hey. Yes. <laughs> no. Hey. Okay, come give me a hug. Come give me a hug. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All right, go play, okay? Let's finish hey, up. Look, man, ain't, ain't nothing wrong you, with it. You got to love it, bro. You got to love oh, it. Oh, I do love it. I it's do. awesome. It's awesome. Enjoy those moments. Uh, so, Thank Reagan, you, we do have Dr. Putman here. So, very briefly – uh, Reagan, I think, uh, you know, with women's basketball, so we obviously know yeah. what's, what's happened, but just very briefly, there is two scholarship spots available. I saw uh, our guy, G, as he likes to go by, hey, Coach G. Jerry Redis, uh, the assistant basketball coach and recruiter at LSU. Uh, we had him on last show. He said there's two spots available, okay? Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll see what they do with those two spots. There is, you know, still, uh, you know – some players out there that I'm interested to see uh, where they commit, but that's that's it on women's basketball. But Reagan, give us an update on men's basketball briefly before we uh, transition here. Yeah, well, I, you know, men's basketball. Unless somebody else from the from last year's team transfers out, as of right now, you you have a full team. You got 12 scholarship guys. Um, got you need to remember that LSU took a self imposed um scholarship away so so instead of 13 you got 12 yeah uh, that was self-imposed from all the stuff with will wade um so as of right now you have 12 scholarship guys you got five returnees five transfers and two freshmen um so it will be interesting to see any um, walk-ons potentially yeah. yeah i'm still seeing lsu's name pop up on on teams that have contacted uh players in the portal um, namely Grant Nelson, who is a is probably the hottest name in all of the transfer portal. It will be a a massive move if McMahon is somehow pulls getting Grant Nelson. Uh, I don't expect that sure. to happen, but you still see names that LSU is popping up on. So it'll be interesting to see if anything else happens. As of right now, I think nothing else happens. Uh, Joe Girard, Zach, obviously 
Uh, we kind of expected him to go to Clemson. It was down between LSU and Clemson. He goes to Clemson. It was kind of expected when you landed Jordan Wright, Jalen Cook, and Carlos Stewart. Um, yeah. So he, he chooses Clemson. And that's really it right now. Uh, your roster is full in terms of scholarships. Uh, we'll keep an eye out to see if there's any potential more um, guys from the past team to hit the portal if LSU really wants to land a certain guy. Uh, but as of right now, that you, this is where you stand. All right, guys, I think we're going to hit a quick break so we can come back and, and get Dr. Putman uh, in here to discuss uh, and preview this weekend series against Mississippi State. Um, so let's hit a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue. Oh, oh, oh. I think he's in, but I think he's frozen. Hold on. Oh, oh, I hear him. Can I hear, you hear me. <laughs> there we go. Still can't see me, huh? I cannot. I cannot. We can hear you, though. We can hear you. Well, that's what matters, I suppose. I'm wearing a purple shirt. Oh, oh. maybe well, that's why he didn't want to. Uh, do the video because he yes, didn't want to admit that he is uh kind of transitioning to the uh dark side no <laughs> there's no transitioning happening here <laughs> i'm confident in my identity <laughs> <laughs> well uh, welcome in dr putman I, I i i guess you're probably working on trying to get your your picture up there I, uh, I, i'm about giving up on it so okay are you on your phone i'm on a laptop Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, I, I I can definitely see you guys. That good. You might have to select uh, in your settings. Select what camera output you've got going on. That let's see. That would be on the settings right here. Yes, it should be right there at your bottom thing there. Yeah, it. I've got. Give, I've got it selected the right camera. We we didn't. We gave Doctor Putman no training on how to do this, so you do not. <laughs> Well, he, he he was earlier. I, I I saw him in the camera, so I'm not sure mm. why um, we can't see him now because yeah. we saw him earlier. But we can hear him. That's that's what matters. We, we can hear him. We can hear him. All right. Well, welcome, Doctor Putman, into the show. I'm veiled uh, in darkness. <laughs> veiled in darkness. Uh, can we still hear him, Zach? Even though he's dropped. Oh oh, did we lose him? I'm not sure. I think we did lose him. Uh oh. Let's get to some comments while I wait for him to get back. Uh, Michael Roby uh, is in here. He said, good show. Appreciate you, Michael. Uh, what do y'all want to see first, tear down the PMAC or rebuild the box? Uh, tear down the PMAC, <laughs> for sure. Michael Roby, is this Michael's first time in the show? I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. Michael, is this your first time joining? We appreciate you joining us. I want to say Michael has been in here before. Um, so I'm not sure. Tear down the PMAC or rebuild the box. The first thing that needs to happen is the daggum bullpens. Need to be moved. That's fair, but that's uh, that's that in happen. in the process. Th that can happen like immediately. I feel like <laughs> like 
but yes, I, I know for sure that 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 is the goal uh, for Jay Johnson. I think I think both will eventually happen uh, without question. So you, you Robert, know, Kim Mulkey's been knocking on that already. Oh, for sure. I mean, and she has every right to do so now. I, I think I think we might see some plans potentially down the line uh, being unveiled. Uh, Robert also said uh, in regards to Trey Amos going to Alabama, he said they dropped the bag. Okay. Probably. NIL is the thing now. How it goes, man. It's how it goes. I don't blame him. I mean, if you got a bag, he gets a bag. I mean, here's what it is. It but is, it is. all good. So, hey, Reagan, let's go ahead and let's transition here while we wait to try to get uh, Dr. Putman sure. back in. Ho- hopefully, he can join back in um, here shortly once he gets uh, all of his tech worked out. Uh, Reagan, this weekend, uh, LSU facing state. I got to be honest, Reagan. I understand, like, it's state. Like, it's, you know, they're the worst team in the SEC. Um, You know, one of the worst teams in the SEC. They, you know, can't can't pitch. I understand. But I got to be honest. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I don't know why. Nervous. nervous. I'm I'm confident about tonight. I'm confident about tonight. But as you know, it's those it's those next two games that that get me a little bit on edge. Sure, sure. And, and I mean, I would understand that. But here's the deal, um, Zach. The state can can act can actually hit pretty well. Um, right. Play is actually a pretty decent offensive team. Look at here. Look at here. We got him in here. The purple looks good. Can wrong, we hear it? Wrong purple. There we go. Wrong purple. Wrong purple. It, look, he's in his library. Look at that. That is his office. I mean, just a, a dungeon. dungeon. A slew of books. All right, y'all. Well, I, I, let me introduce him real quick. This is Dr. Ryan Putman. Not Ryan. 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 That's about as Mississippi <laughs> as it gets, man. Uh, so German Mississippian is what it is. German Mississippian. Okay. Okay. So, Zach, uh, Dr. Putman is really our type of guy. I, I mean, we can discuss theology and, and, and biblical things with Dr. Putman, but we can also talk sports with Dr. Putman, which is that, typically that's right up our alley. I, I mean, that is typically my conversations with Dr. Putman. We, <laughs> we, we typically discuss something from classes and then we talk LSU and state. Um, so, Dr. Button, we were just talking, uh, kind of just getting into preview in the series. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong. State is a pretty decent offensive team. The pitching is really where State has struggled this year. Um, they have announced their two starters for Saturday, or, or excuse me, Friday. Friday, and Saturday. Saturday, as has LSU, Paul Skeens, Ty Floyd. And for state, it's I believe Evan Ciari and uh, Kate Zach Smith. A, a Kate Smith, who graduated from our alumni DeSoto yep. Central High School. Um, uh, DeSoto Central, if you don't know, is quite a huge baseball powerhouse in the state of Mississippi, and has put right many players, uh, yeah, in South Haven, Mississippi, um, and has put a lot of players at Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Kate Smith being one of them. Um, so. Dr. Putman, how do you feel about um, this series uh, as a state fan? And, I mean, 
as a whole, the season clearly isn't what Mississippi State expects from their baseball program. What what's gone wrong the past two seasons since the championship? I I can't begin to completely understand what has gone wrong since 2021 when we won the national championship. I mean, uh, I think this year we're sitting at a 24-23 record, six and 18 in conference, four and nine away, five and two in natural uh, neutral sites, six game losing streak coming into this series, not even in the field of 64, not even in the SEC tournament. Uh, To say what a Sports Illustrated uh, writer wrote today, not the standard of Mississippi State baseball is an understatement. I'm ready to put this dog down. Uh, That's how I feel about this season. It's just what can we do to get through it? So I just missed all of that. So uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll follow up the question, Reagan, since you missed it. Uh, so, Doctor Putman, I, I, th- there's been some discussion of whether there'll be a change at the end of the year with Chris Limonis. Um, Do you foresee that happening, or do you think they kind of let it ride out a little bit and see if he can get things going better next season? I would expect him to get one more year. Uh, I, I think the the blame has been so much on pitching this year um, yeah. which again it's fair to to look at the scores of these games that we've lost by pitching um we fired scott foxhall uh two or three weeks ago and um, yeah. we do have a, a pretty young um pitching class across the board a pretty inexperienced uh, group of pitchers so i, I think lamonis has one more year to prove himself and um uh, if if things don't uh, improve next season, if we have another season like the last two seasons, I, I think we're going to say thank you for giving us our first national championship and, <laughs> uh, and, and see you later. So, hey, it happens. It happens. Ed Orgeron, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It yeah, happens. Yeah. And I completely, I, I harass Reagan all the time for yes. firing Ocho as quickly as you did. But uh, there you go. When you're held to a certain standard uh, and, and expectations, things change. Right, 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 right. Especially when that national championship happens, then then everything changes. Yeah. Um, sure. So Zach, that has kind of been his his harassment to me for a while now. That that uh, I, I make the argument, and Zach, I know you would too. That yeah. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards, Magic that, in the Bottle. That's your national championship. Not Magic. much to do with Ed Orgeron. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> well, well, Doctor Doctor to 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 go back to your point, I, I think him firing the pitching coach yeah. was kind of that like, hey, this is the issue. I'm gonna work. You know, we're gonna work this offseason to solve this issue. The offense is fine, as you can yeah. see from the production they have. They're near the top in the SEC. Uh, with their offensive production, pitching is absolutely completely the opposite, near the bottom of the SEC in production. So it seems like him making that move was, you know, kind of his statement to the athletic department, uh, to the AD, like, hey, let me get this turned around. Give me a chance in an offseason to go get me a pitching coach uh, that will help me 
uh, you know, bring it alongside of the, the hitting and get it turned around. So I, I do agree with you, Dr. Putman. I do think he's – I don't think he's gone after this year. I, I, I think I think he's earned a, a chance to, to correct that. And and I'm, I'm confident that our new AD will see it that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about this weekend in particular. Um, Paul Skeens obviously is pitching tonight. Um, the by far the best um, pitcher in college baseball right now. Um, so if you're a state fan, I, I mean, what do you do about tonight, Dr. Putman? I, I mean, most teams, like we, all, we saw Auburn last week, move their ace from the Friday night game to their Saturday game. And, of course, Auburn is fighting for their postseason life, so they just won't wins. And it actually ended up working out for them. They beat us Saturday and ended up killing us Sunday. Um, caught LSU really napping last weekend in the Plains. You know, how does – you know, considering how bad the pitching has been and now you got to face the best pitcher in college baseball, I, I mean – do you just go out there and see what happens? I mean, what's what, how do, what do you do to try to face this? I'd be interested to see who who uh, who starts on Sunday. Um, I think that 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 probably might play out in a pretty similar strategy to what you just said. You know, we're just kind of going in with the expectation that Friday night is going to be pretty tough and and try to make the best out of Saturday and Sunday. And uh, I mean. You're looking at some pitchers with some pretty high high ERAs uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, that that might be exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. So is the is the ambidextrous guy? Uh, he's he's been y'all's typical uh, Sunday guy, correct? Yeah. So I guess they I guess he is not. I mean, I, I know they they marked it TBA. So is there? Is he just I, I'm not entirely right sure why they why, why Sunday's TBA. I think they're just kind of waiting to see what happens tonight. Probably, yeah. I think we'll we'll know tomorrow who is starting on Sunday. That's okay. a fair point. Well, which by the way, that that guy who's ambidextrous, if I remember correctly, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but the dude's from Louisiana, and so State really, you know, stole one from LSU uh, with him because you guys are from Mississippi. So I mean. <laughs> this sort of thing happens. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It's true. But and, and I mean, we could also talk about Dak Prescott too. But um, yeah. yes, we could. We could. We could. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he. I mean, man, from what I've seen, the dude's pretty phenomenal. So I, yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised he's not like your Friday night guy because uh, I don't know if his name's Evan. I can't remember if it's Evan or. Ian Sierra or whatever it is, but he's a true freshman yeah. with a 6.2 ERA and he's your yeah. Friday night. And, Why and, not go to the other true freshman? Horribly <laughs> against, you know, uh, against Arkansas last weekend. Yeah. Um, so again, I, I, I think the expectations are to, for tonight are let's go have fun at duty noble and, and, and leave it there and then see if we can win some Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to get swept again. <laughs> Those are our high expectations at this moment. Don't get just swept. don't get swept. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the that's just the goal right now. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, hey, in, in, in Mississippi State world, you know, 
if, if the football season goes completely south, if we can just win the Egg Bowl, I mean, that's 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 yeah. all we can hope for. We're, we're sort of there in baseball right now, you know. At least we beat Ole Miss, you know. That's, that's true. A, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and beat them in the Governor's Cup. So, I, I mean. Right, just, right, right. Three out of even, four, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, that, so. and, and I always pull for State because Ole Miss, oh, I, I right. think I go. Losing Ole Miss rather than losing the state, way rather lose the state. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, I agree. I think everybody feels that way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now you guys are traitors to Mississippi, but I was born in Oxford. Oh, wow. oh. That's an embarrassing fact to admit, but I just decided to sort of own up to it. But um, now that is brutal. I, I, I come from a from a from a family of mixed religion. You know, my mom was you know diehard Ole Miss, and my dad was a diehard state fan and okay so, this mixed religion wow i mean it was it was it was it was a, it was a weird house to grow up in i'll just put it that way <laughs> yeah no doubt I, I i could imagine and the egg bowl was probably pretty interesting every year oh i have so many memories of my parents just watching the game in different rooms and <laughs> you know i i feel like uh you know no one could ever be happy because you know we would eat our turkey everything would be you know fine and good and 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 then you know when it came to the game time i mean dad couldn't smile if if, <laughs> if state won because it would be perceived as gloating and vice versa and so it's just really tense. i mean really tense mom always left really early on black friday anyway so i don't think they talked to each other for like you know 14 or 15 hours after the game <laughs> That was Had to get of, some breathing room. Yeah, they're right. they're agreement. They're silent agreement for a year. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, look, you may not get swept. Uh, you know, LSU uh, has been really struggling in terms of the third game, uh, finding a guy to be consistent. Uh, you know, we we have left it TBA, which is the first time in a few weeks we've left it uh, uh, to to be determined. Um, with Christian Little being the guy there for a little while, but. Christian really has struggled the last two weeks, and and this past week at Auburn really just, I mean, didn't even record an out, did not record a single out. So it'll be interesting, uh, I think, like you said, to say, you know, let's see what happens Sunday. Maybe State can steal one from LSU and leave with their head held high. Um, Right. It's, you know. Well, again, moral victory is all we can hope for at this point, you know. So, hey, and look, I mean, depending on what happens this weekend uh, and next weekend, you know, state's still, you know, trying to get into the SEC tournament. So, you know, if you're able to steal one this weekend and then you go and you maybe get a series win next weekend, or who even knows, maybe sweep. I know that seems far fetched for state fans, but like either way, you know, you're still playing for some postseason right now. Right. Highly improbable, but right, yes. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of crazy. It really does feel like what happened to LSU with 2019. Yep. The highest of high and then just, I mean, two Lowest really brutal, brutal years. Um, so I, I have hope for Chris Lamones. I like Chris Lamones. I, and, and I, I think he can write the ship, so I think he does deserve that extra year. Um, I, I think he belongs there. I think state loves him. Um, but I think state state- baseball Twitter is not always the nicest place for. Hey, well, 
LSU Twitter as the same way. But oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I think I think most people at the university feel that way. They feel good about him, and most of the fans I speak to in real life, you know, they they recognize that this is a pretty young team. Yeah, and um, and 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 I, I don't I don't think it's made really a whole lot of different in the atmosphere at duty noble people are still excited the massive record crowd still showing up yeah. to, to watch uh this team play then i think people still believe in mississippi state going yeah. forward in the future uh, duty no we were just talking about that somebody asked us about uh field stuff with with lsu in the box and, and are they going to do the pmac first or the box first because really you know it seems like in the sec it's an arms race uh, and state in terms of baseball is incredible right now. Uh, right. In, in terms of facilities, it, it doesn't get better. I think to be state, it's it is phenomenal. Um, and man, to think you're having one of your worst seasons in a very long time, and you set an NCAA record uh, for a regular think, season game. Yeah, for a regular season game, I think it says something for the fans and and what they think about this program. And, and so. Uh, I, I don't think all hope is lost for Mississippi State by any means uh, in terms of their baseball program. Um, and and they, they can take this one on the chin this year and hope to move forward. And, and this great thing called the transfer portal uh, can supply some pitchers for the next season. And, and I know that Chris Lamones can get the backing for some NIL deals to get those guys there. So, um State is state may have a rough year, but state ain't going nowhere. I, I think in baseball. Um, let's uh, while we got you here, Doctor Putman. Briefly, we'll talk about some football because we like talking football. Uh, what do you think with the passing of Mike Leach? Um, how do you think Zach Arnett is going to do? Do you like that they hired Zach Arnett? Do you think it was the right move? And how do you think he's going to do this upcoming season? I absolutely think it was the right move at the time. And yeah, uh, I mean, I, I feel like it, it, it was the glue that kept a good bit of this team together. Now we, we, we had several go to the transfer portal uh, this year as well, but not nearly as high as, you know, A&M or, you know, Arkansas or some of the other teams that yeah. lost so many to the transfer portal. So I think, I think it was a it was a testimony to uh, Coach Arnett's uh, leadership that kept a lot of that team together. Um, there were several games, including Coach Leach's last game, the Egg Bowl, that were decisively a defensive victory. I mean, and it, and it, and it felt that way uh, in the Egg Bowl. It felt that way yeah. in the Auburn game. Um, so there were there were a couple of games where we thought you know if Zach Arnett were not here we would not have won these games and so we we sort of sat on 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 eggshells all year kind of expecting Arnett to get his first head coaching offer somewhere else or to be taken up by by yeah. a bigger program and um, and so <laughs> of course I would not have wanted what happened to have happened you know to lose to lose coach leach to lose a legend like like coach leach was a was 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 a great loss for all college football absolutely but I, but I but i am excited about what what this uh what this team will look like and 
Um, all reports say that the spring game was was pretty encouraging. And it's, it's, of course, it's kind of hard to tell, you know, a whole lot from a spring game, but I've heard good things from the spring game. Um, I, uh, I I don't know exactly what our offense is going to look like. I, I think that's the biggest wild card to me. State has historically, I mean, really, you know, even going back to before the Dan Mullen era, State has always had some pretty good defensive talent. Yeah. We've continued to grow and grow and grow our defensive talent. And to to see so many uh, NFL first-round picks over the the last couple of years from Mississippi State's defensive line has been really encouraging. I, I expect that to continue. I really am curious to see. Uh, what kind of offense Arnett uh, utilizes? Because I don't think I I, I, I sort of expect uh, that the uh, air raid offense era is dead. Yeah, yeah. I think this will be a transitional year, depending on how much Will Rogers uh, gets to play, and uh, he's going to adjust. To, you know, he. I mean, Will Rogers played air raid all through high school, and yeah. and and all all you know. Uh, all the way through his time at Mississippi State. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with him this year. He's not just a great running quarterback, um, but great at passing the ball. So we'll see. Yeah, it definitely will be interesting uh, in terms of Will Rogers, what, what happens. I, I'm actually pretty excited about State and, and what they can do uh, this year. Um 8-0, Tyler Townsend says 8-0 Florida. That's really great news for LSU fans beating Vanderbilt uh, in terms of the SEC standings. Um, Dr. Putman, one more quick thing here, um, and we'll, we'll get you out of here. Uh, we'll have to move on to the next segment. We appreciate you taking some time and being here and taking time out of your night, your Friday evening, to to hop on here and preview uh, the, the series with us. Um Sure. little plug for you. Dr. Putman has written three books and has one, uh, one more with the publisher. Um, if, so if, you, if you're interested in theology, uh, I'm sure we got some Catherine, uh, Catholic brethren uh, in here as LSU fans. Uh, we, I know we do, in fact. Um, if you're interested in some theology, uh, Dr. Putman has written three books. I know one of them is in defense of doctrine, right? Am I saying that right? In defense yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian method. The one I read this past semester, uh, the method of Christian theology. And your last. I worked one, Mississippi State football into that one. So there's that, you know. Oh. He did, in fact, do that. Um, uh, and also, uh, your last book or, or your other book. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing these chronologically at all, but uh, if I remember correctly, it was uh, theology and how it divides God's people or something. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. When doctrine divides the people of God. And then next year, my book on the virgin birth and the Virgin Mary. So that'll be fun. Which, by the way, Zach, uh, Dr. Putman, obviously being at Williams Baptist, is, is a Baptist. Uh, we are we are Baptists. And he will be the by first Baptist. one to write a one volume of the virgin birth uh, uh, in a very long time as a Baptist. In, uh, anybody. <laughs> maybe not anybody. I mean, they don't, they don't write wow. very often. So, so we're, we're excited about that one. 
I, I am very excited about that one. So for uh, our, our Catholic uh, uh, viewers, uh, go check out Dr. Putman, Dr. Putman's book when it comes out on, on the virgin uh, birth. Even so, if you're not Catholic. Even Magic if you're not. Read it too, or me, whatever. Or Methodist, you know, or any serious atheist. So there's that. Uh, there you go. There you go. So uh, appreciate you joining in. Thank Dr. you, guys. Absolutely. One more thing, though, Zach. He is a New Orleans Saints fan. So for all hey, you, um, he can redeem himself when it comes to <laughs> Sunday. Just not Saturday. Just not, not Saturday. Saturday. Hey, I, I do have a I do have a T-shirt that says "Bulldog on Saturday, Saint on Sunday." I'll, I'll, That's I'll, cool. I'll sure I'll wear that for you sometime. All right. Absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Dr. Putman. Have a good one. All right, really appreciate Dr. Putman joining in and 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 discussing some things with us. Uh, um, obviously, a lot of fun to talk with. There's a lot to talk with with Dr. Putman, um, and, and uh, in terms of, I mean, anything, Zach. I mean, you can talk about anything with him, uh, and he can talk a lot about sports, um, and, and I enjoy that. Our my conversations with him, so appreciate him joining in and, and giving us his insight to this really struggling state baseball team. All right, Zach, I think we need to hit a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll hit our last segment uh, to wrap the show up uh, before we send you away for the baseball game. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, Converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers, phone cases, you can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more, all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to tigersavenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now. Get that merch. Go get that merch. Get that merch. Right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue. Zach, some breaking news in the comments there. And nothing final. Ball game. Man. Man. Run ruled them. Wow. Florida run rules Vanderbilt in game one. Great news for LSU. I mean, man, Vanderbilt's really been on the struggle lately. Uh go to they they go to Bama last weekend and lose the series after Bama had fired their coach you go and you lose to them i mean you lose to them the day their coach was fired uh, the day Man, tough sledding for vanderbilt as of late um <clears throat> lsu they take care of business i think have really positioned themselves well 
uh, for the SEC title. Um, so looking forward to see what happens in Fayetteville this weekend with, with uh, South Carolina. All right, Zach, a uh, little, little extra here, a little something extra here. Um, you wanted to look at uh, some of the predictions for the football team. I, I know the FBI and, and DraftKings have come out with, with some of the, the um, predictions for the uh, amount of wins for each football team. So wanted to look at those and discuss those. Yeah, uh, before we wrap the show up here, Zach, what what did they have? So uh, interesting release by DraftKings and uh, the ESPN FBI. Both DraftKings and the ESPN FBI have LSU as uh, pretty much at nine and a half wins. So I mean, you know, is LSU going to win nine games? Is, is LSU going to win ten games? That's the question they're asking. Um, but what's very interesting, also though, if you go through uh, LSU's games and actually look at uh, ESPN's FPI predictor, LSU is favored in every single game except for Alabama on the road to Alabama. And they actually have really good uh, percentages to win all of their games. Uh, I want to say all of them are around a 60 to 90% clip. uh, The highest being a 98% clip or 99% clip. I can't remember exactly uh, who, who against. Um, which is also very, very uh, impressive uh, and, and encouraging for LSU fans. So uh, I'm very interested to see um, what the other what the other teams release, uh, what the other companies release. You know, I mean, there's Bet Online and On Three. I mean, there's all kinds of different things, uh, all kinds of different uh, you know sports companies that are going to be releasing different things. What, what's what's going on? What's going on here? <laughs> Laughing at a comment here uh, from Doug. <laughs> he said, more punchable face, uh, Tim Corbin or Kevin Sullivan. I- I'm going to tell you right now, Zach, I ain't punching Kevin Sullivan. Sullivan. No. Uh, no, no shot. Exactly. No shot. No. I'm with you on that. So, anyways, Reagan, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if you're still here. I think we might have lost you. Uh, but, I am very much looking forward to the football season. Uh, other things to mention uh, with with LSU, I don't know if you saw, Reagan, but uh, LSU women's basketball is very well represented uh, with Team USA. Uh, Anissa yeah. Morrow, Angel Reese, um, Flage Johnson playing for Team USA. Haley Van Lith is playing in the 3v3 team for Team Jeez. USA. Like, it's, it's – uh, mm. Did you also see uh, Flage Johnson release her most recent song, Clickbait? I did. Did you notice she? Yeah. Did you you hear the little, little, you know, little drop in there? I did the little Van Lith bar. The little Van Lith bar. Yep. Yes. Yep. It was uh, really impressive. Extremely talented young lady. Um, to be able to to be able to, to juggle, you know, both of those things. I mean, being a student, being a, an athlete, yeah, and yeah. rapping, like it, she juggles uh, nil now. She has to juggle all the things she has to keep up with. It. Like it's insane, man. But uh, just some really cool cool things to mention uh, here recently with LSU sports. Um, just really neat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think fly. Johnson doesn't have much to worry about. It, it, you know, things don't play out with with uh, uh, basketball. Yeah. Uh, she's pretty talented in, in some other things. Um, I mean, we yeah, saw that. 
we saw it recently, you know, with, you know, all her America's Got Talent stuff. They did the America's Got Talent All-Star. And, of course, Fly J. Johnson is there for America's Got Talent All-Star show. Um, yeah. So incredibly talented uh, young lady. Pretty excited for her. Uh, on, on a down note, Zach, LaDaisia Williams and Alexis Morris have both been cut from their respective uh, WNBA teams. Man, and it kind of, it kind of got some social media traction that you know they had posted the Connecticut Sun posted pictures of Alexis you know before the game saying man she's ready it, and then they cut her like two hours later I so I think you know I think part of that is probably because I mean you know the higher ups are not communicating with the I, social media team that's what I <laughs> so you know I I you know that's not the Suns trying to be. Correct. You know, petty or anything like that. I mean, that, you know, that's just, uh, there's not going to be communication with higher ups that are making that decision and the people yeah. that are posting for the team on social media. So, you know, well, after it, it little, does suck. It does suck to see yeah. them both, you know, get drafted and then immediately get cut, you well, know. Unfortunately, that's just the state of the WBA. That's um, correct. It just doesn't have enough attraction to it yet uh to sustain that when literally second round draft picks are getting cut a few days you know into them being there just kind of i mean that's just how it is i i I wanted to see it excel more and do better so that players at lsu which we know there's gonna be a lot of players at lsu you know in the next few years that are probably going to be finding themselves on a wnba team yeah we don't want we don't want to see this happen all the time. Uh, but unfortunately it's just the sad reality of what the WNBA is right now, but you're absolutely correct. That's what I wanted to say is guys like social media contact people for the Connecticut sun was not discussing with like the GM of the Connecticut suns, like what their next move is. Maybe after some scuttlebutt and some, you know, pushback on that, maybe they do start communicating, but yeah, it, it, it is what it is. And that's just the reality of what happened. So, Reagan, I, I want to ask because, you know, we um, obviously we talked a lot with Dr. Putman about state, but uh, LSU, you know, they struggled last weekend to hit the ball. Uh, and obviously, you know, they did fine with that on Tuesday against Northwestern State, which is what you expect. Uh, tonight, I really want to see LSU come out and be themselves again, uh, hitting the baseball. Because I think, you know, in order to win this weekend, in order to sweep this weekend, if you want to, um, I, I fully believe that the offense has got to get going again. Because as we mentioned, State's got a great offense. So they're going to put up runs. And they're, you know, they're going to put up runs in game two and they're going to put up runs in game three. You got to outscore, right? Uh, I mean, do I hope the Ty Floyd comes in and dominates and then you just have to, you know, worry about uh, the guy coming in after him to close it out? For sure. Um, you know, do I hope Sunday that whoever they start that you heard, um, <laughs> you know, is able to get a really good few innings and then somebody else comes in behind them and, 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 and you know, or, or a slew of guys comes in behind them and they're able to close it out for sure. That's what I want to happen. Um, but what have we seen happen? The more uh, realistic and obvious uh thing that probably will happen is LSU is going to have to outscore them because that's what the bull, this bullpen has shown from the past few weeks. So, um, you know, I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope that 
the pitching is phenomenal this weekend, and it gives us a lot of encouragement uh, heading into the final weekend and and looking towards postseason play. Um, yeah. But I I really want to see. I mean, I, as we have mentioned and as we talk as we have talked about after the Auburn. I know what to expect from this bullpen. I know what to expect from the pitching staff outside of Paul Skeens. So I want to see the offense get back to where they were before Auburn. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see how they bounce back. I really want to see the pitching do well this weekend after what happened last weekend was just really brutal. Um, so I'm pretty excited to see day two, day three in this series how it goes. Uh, and, and I agree. I was thinking it was gonna be Gavin Gidry, but after he did again Tuesday night, what he did, man, yeah. I just feel like it's going to be Thatcher. Uh, so I have to agree with you there. It's his role. That's where he belongs. That's where he he's was supposed a, to be. He's he was UCLA's dude last year as their start before the injury. He, he was their guy. One point oh six ERA. I, I mean, punching strikeouts, very low walk. So like. He is that guy, and if he's feeling himself again, like if he's feeling 100%, man, I don't see why not. Um, so pretty excited about seeing if that's the route they go uh, come Sunday. I really want to see a sweep uh, for the SEC standings. That would help us, and I think it would go a long way. Um, if we get a sweep, you cannot guarantee that. It's just so hard in the SEC, but you're home, and you're playing one of you know the lower tier teams of the SEC this year, if not the lowest. So yeah. take care of business. Take advantage. Um, take advantage of this opportunity because you're set up well to finish with with an SEC title. All right, Zach. Do we have any more comments? Any more thing else that we need to address? The Gold Boot uh, joining with us late. Appreciate you joining. I'm assuming Gold this is Drew Barry. He said Sunday's pitching was horrid. Feels like we just ran into. A uh, red hot team, um, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Auburn's good. They're good right now. I mean, they're beating up on Ole Miss. Uh, obviously, beat South Carolina in the weekend. Beat uh, beat LSU. I mean, you know, Auburn is. Uh, you know, they are making a really strong statement right here at the end of this of the regular season. Uh, you know, looking towards postseason. I, I definitely think they're going to be in the postseason. I definitely think um, they've already. I think they already punched their ticket for the postseason for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, and, you know, they've got Ole Miss this weekend, and they'll have – I don't know who they have next weekend, but um, they're looking really good right now. But it's going to be interesting tonight, Reagan. Um, obviously, Paul Skeens, uh, let's see if they have released a lineup yet. Okay, we have a lineup. Are you ready, Reagan? Let's hear it. Looks like, looks like the typical Friday night lineup. So, batting first, second baseman, Gavin Dugas. <laughs> in left field, Trey Morgan. Uh, center field, Cruz. Cleanup, third base, White. Uh, Beloso's back in the five hole. Jones in the six hole. Joe Bears in the seven hole. Thompson in the eight hole. Malazzo in the nine hole. I mean, that's okay. I think that's what you're going to see uh, moving forward. Like, I really think they're just going to continue to rotate Travinsky and Malazzo out. Um, no doubt. No. I want to see Clingmore. I I really want to see Clingmore. But Joe Bear had a good night Tuesday night. Now was that probably because it was he was facing Northwestern State? Probably. Um, let's you'll see how he does this weekend. Both right-handed pitchers. Both right-handed pitchers. So you'll probably be both, see him both nights. 
Yeah, yeah. So may, maybe we see Kling on Sunday, maybe. Um, yeah. or, or maybe they sub in Kling once they bring in a lefty. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. um, and I, I, I'm, I'm totally cool with them rotating Malazzo and Travinsky because I honestly don't have a preference right now of one or the other. Uh, both of them, both of them doing you know, they're like kind of even like one's got the defense and the other one's got the pop, you know, but they're both batting. They're both batting good, you know, and Travinsky's not necessarily uh, hurting you on the defensive side of things, you know, kind of, you know, I mean, I know we kind of dealt with that a little bit last season with McManus. He's allowed uh, you know, balls, but nothing too crazy, nothing crazy. So, um, you know, that's going to be interesting moving forward, especially in the postseason. But, uh, I expect to see Travinsky tomorrow night as we got Malazzo tonight. I expect to see Kling come in. I mean, Kling and Travinsky, they're going to see playing time this weekend, as well, probably Pearson. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt about it. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all joining in. It's been a great show here in the Tigers Avenue. Looking forward to this weekend series in the box against State. Happy Paul Skeens Day to you all. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star here. Take us out. Peace. Who that, 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 who that